Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 180. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, that sounds a lot closer to episode 200. We're getting there. I we mean, are. We it's going to take like five months because that's 20 episodes, but we're getting there. Hey, if we did it the old way, it would have taken 10 years. Oh, Christ. We'd, still, we'd be in the <laughs> 70s right now if we were still doing it the old way. Hey, hey, no one can say we're not consistent. This is true. <laughs> How's it going, Jim? Yeah, it's going all right. Uh, quick little show news. We will be recording our next bonus episode. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday the 4th. We'll be recording on the 6th. So, yep. Yep. Be once again with good old nerdy Nick and Bri. It'll be Morbin time. Sure will, Jim. It sure will. Mistakes have been made. I will save all thoughts for that podcast. You're welcome. But yes, uh, but besides that, same old shit around here. But we are still doing our little contest we got going on, Bri. So you being a good little pumpkin boy? Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, I've now relegated myself to only pumpkin beers. Even though I have a few Oktoberfests laying around, I'm like, I'm sticking to pumpkin. And I did something, Jim. I don't know. I know you're always mad at me, but I don't True. know if you'd be more mad or proud. Um, yesterday, we went for lunch to Iron Hill Brewer- Brewery Brewing. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to any of those? I've been to Iron Hill before. Yeah. Yeah. Great food. Um, I like their beer. But I was like, ooh, they have pumpkin beers. And when I walked in, they had a really, like, awesome can. And I saw they had a four-pack, but it was, like, I don't know, 16 or 17 bucks. And I was like, well, I don't want to buy one right away. And I asked the guy, I said, hey. Don't be a bitch. I was like, hey, um, I'm probably going to buy a four-pack. Can you actually, like, bring it out to me now or give me the can? I was like, I just need it for a picture real quick. God damn it. <laughs> so I but I got a draft too. So I was drinking a draft, but he brought me one can of beer, tried it. It it was good. I actually did like it. I just didn't buy the four pack. So I gave him his can back, but I needed to get the photo op, Jim. <laughs> he here you go. You, you can take this back. Actually, so I, Brian, for as much as you think I'd be mad about that, I actually love that. Yeah. <laughs> here you go, sir. Take your swill back. So no, like you said, and and, it, and I, I'm not saying anything, but it actually had, it was one of the sweeter pumpkin beers. Like it said, it's made with sweet vanilla. So I feel like anymore I get spicy pumpkin beers. I haven't had a good sweet one in a while, so it was it was nice. It, it tasted really good. Um, but yeah, tonight I'm sticking with uh, Nishamni Creek's Punkless Dunkel Pumpkin Wheat Ale. It's a classic, or especially around us, amazing can art. There's a little bit too much light to show it well, but. Nishamni Creek does can art the right way, and it's a it's a wheat ale, so it's eight point eight percent, which is really strong for a wheat, and it's kind of on the high side for a pumpkin beer. What's weird is when I think pumpkin beers, I think they're going to be more medium bodied or a little heavier. This one is actually really light, and that's probably because it's a wheat beer. So. Hmm. Pretty solid one if you're not a huge fan of pumpkin beers because they feel too heavy or too spicy. This would be right up your alley. Now, Bri, theory. Mm-hmm. Are these pumpkin beers all mostly on the spicy side so brewers can just dump a shitload of spice in and it's harder to fuck up that way? Very possible. Kind of like IPAs with overhopping it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. I. That's why I appreciate a nice sweeter or sug- sugarier. 
Shigur. Pumpkin. Shigur. Yeah. Gur. <laughs> we're regards. Regards. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been uh been sticking to my sticking to my guns, if you will. Nice. What about you, Jambers? Have you converted over or do you still have old shit? Well, Bry, speaking of being <laughs> mad at each other, I completely forgot to load up on pumpkin beer this past week. So yes, I am clearing out my fridge. So Jim, uh, by you forgetting, do you mean you forgot your wife did not pick up anything from the line in Acme? Hey, Bry, why don't you turn off your fucking phone? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> answer my question first, you motherfucker. <laughs> to answer your question, we haven't been to Acme lately, so there you go. You but yes, no, uh, dig, digging out from the old fridge, I have from the Free Will Brewing Company, their Craggle IPA. Comes in at 6.6% alcohol and uh, some pretty cool fucking can art there. All snaky-like, snaky hoppy, but yep, I forgot to get pumpkin. Jim. Oops. I am not showing my pumpkins. Jim, this what? next picture, next time you get pumpkin beer, I want you to paint your whole body orange, be naked, and holding it in front of your dink. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can I at least put some stripes on myself and be Garfield? Yes, of course. All right, then all my dreams are coming true. Jim, I'm a man who gives options. Don't act like I don't give options. There we go. <laughs> now we and we do appreciate. We've only had a handful come in so far, but we do appreciate the submissions already. And if you do want to participate, I know I've reached out to a few of you. A few of you have written back, and um, some of like reached <laughs> it out is to funny me on, how a lot are just like I don't really like pumpkin beers. It's just like hey, it, 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 hey, you and I have said it is the I I firmly believe it's the most divisive beer out there. It's yep. not throwing shade at all. Totally get it. Yeah, I get I mean what's funny is I can get like trying it and not liking it, but I think a lot of people don't try it because they basically associate it with the same way, way people feel about um Sours. No, the uh pumpkin spice latte, shit like that. Like oh yeah. Oh I'm not gonna get it just because it's in season. Like fuck that. So oh, we're all celebrating <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm I'm staying strong with that. Yeah, but, I'll load uh, up eventually. You fucking better, Jeff. <laughs> eventually. You, you goddamn, and I want to see some goddamn camera gold out of you. Oh, you will get some gold. There will be gold to be had. <sighs> so, Jambers, what uh, what you been playing this past week? Spider Man and XCOM. Still doing that. S- still digging hard into that. Yeah. What do you call it? I think I. So, without giving away spoilers. I think I hit the part in Spider-Man where, and you'll know because you played through it already, where basically throughout the storyline, they're building up two main fights. And I kind of just finished the first one, and I'm like, oh, you're throwing a lot of busy work before the last one. So I just hit that point. Like, you you get to about, like, 70% of the way through the campaign, and then they're just like, oh, do all this shit. We just can't end the game right away. It's like, yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. you. There's enough content in this game. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. There, I, and I love, like, Spider Man even says himself, he's like, oh, maybe I could, like, go around and upgrade some things or, like, or says something to that effect. <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you, that's going to ding you in those points. But yeah. Um, so I'm at that point, And remember when I said last week that, you know, I'm just blowing through the missions in XCOM and not worrying about death? That didn't last. It time. caught up to you? That did not last. <laughs> I every every life is precious at this point. I need all my upgraded heroes as much as I can. And you got to hit that reload. You have to hit that uh, load from previous point. <laughs> yep. And not just an auto save. You got to go back to your manual saves because that thing auto saves a lot, which is normally nice. This time it's not so nice. It's not so nice, and it doesn't do it at the right parts. 
either. Like, I find that sometimes where when it autosaves is the moment before my guy dies every time. And I'm like, God damn it, I have to go so far back. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect time to autosave to fuck it. Yeah, yeah. The game, that game is... It's mean, br- it's meanwhile, fr- you have that overarching fucking anxiety of the admin oh, project dude. going on and all that so, shit. It's just like, oh, this is just... It's so fun, I, but it's so much stress. I made the mistake of when I was building my little... Uh, the underground bunker shit. Yeah. I built the wrong thing in order. Like the first thing you're supposed to do is like get comms out to other like countries and, and shit like that. Yeah. I did like something military first. So that fucking meter is like four or five away from being complete. I'm like, God damn it. And it's always a race to like, I'm trying to like lower it however I can. So I'm like, please don't get there. I was like, I'm not restarting all this. Yep. Yeah, so. I'm already, like, creeping to the halfway point. I'm like, fuck, I got to start doing all these. Nothing but this. Mm-hmm. And then they throw, like, a goddamn supply chain mission in there to waste more of your time. It's like, fuck. But I want to finish like, this research, but I don't want to waste the time in the days. You're like, but I need a scientist. But God damn it, now I need to s- defend these guys. And God, yeah, it's that game is all about time management and, and putting you in a position where you're just letting something die. Yeah, it's not it's not a relaxing it's a tactical game at all. No. Not at all. But yeah, nice. that's about it. And uh, yeah, I'm working on the uh, the gameplay portion for the Sonic 3 video so we can get that out there. Trying to bang out all these uh, Patreon reviews by the end of the year. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Patreon reviews will definitely get done. Yeah, my gaming has taken a little bit of a pause. I've been a little busy. Um, been, uh, been cranking out these daily reviews, if you will, of the Puppet Combo games. Yeah, I see that um, little setup you got in the background there. A little green yeah. screenery. Leaving it there. Um, so I, I'm like... That fucking thumbnail of the first one you did when you're like... The thumbnail? Oh, well, th- that's a problem. It that- shows your pumpkins, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, it drives me crazy that YouTube shorts, Instagram, TikTok, all of them with those things, even though I created a custom thumbnail to be used and I actually set it as that... They don't actually allow it because it's not the right format. And even if I format it in the right size, it, it picks an arbitrary point. The only nice thing with YouTube or um, TikTok is I can actually select at least the first frame so I can get like the title of the game and the picture. Yeah. YouTube, it's just whatever it decides. I'm like, God damn it. So, yeah, it's fun. But, but a lot. So, most of my time has been like I played a little bit more of Ocarina of Time. Um, still has not grabbed me at all. If anything, it's getting me more bored so far, and I'm really trying to get into it. Did but you I've at least been... get to the next dungeon yet? So I'm in, um, I'm going into Death Mountain. Oh, okay. So you're so, getting there. Getting there. I, that, yeah, I, I realize, like, I have to get to dungeons for it, but, like, you talk about so much, like, those fucking chickens I have to catch, cuckoos, and throw them in the pen I'm like why am i doing this and some of them gotta was, get your heart pieces yeah and and you know i'm a sucker for that type of shit so yeah and it comes in handy um but yeah no i've played that and honestly it's just been getting a lot of like footage for these short things because i have a whole catalog but then there's always like oh yeah i want to get this one thing and then re replaying some of the puppet combo games has been yeah it's been it's been crazy so time's been spent doing that yeah, we did get a comment that's like, oh, keep doing all these like small indie games. And I'm like, I'm like shit, man, I have so many goddamn small indie games on the Switch. Like, there we go. We can just crank it. We can be we can be the indie game short guys. Hey man. 
I like. You know what I like about it? Um, you know me. I'm a fan of brevity, and I know you're not. And I like cutting things. Jim, you are you are anything but. You do not like to be brief and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you were about to say you're anything but brev. <laughs> yeah, I know your ways. Uh, um, but no, I what I like is it like I I force myself to write the script, and then like. I'm already a fast talker, but it also makes me be conscious of like what I'm saying, what I need to get in there and get it out. So it's, it's a fun exercise of doing that too. Um, It's really just the effort of like, you know, green screening, getting on camera, doing the fucking tries and tries. I was talking to somebody and she's like, how many tries you do when you do some of these TikToks or stuff? I was like, usually takes me about seven or eight to get through them. She's like, that's it. I was like, wow. Oh, I thought that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it, it's fun, and you, I've been fucking talking about puppet combo for how many years now? Yep. And those sons of bitches can't retweet us once, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Great, <laughs> but no, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. So, and in two days, as a weird quinky dink, uh, stay out of the house. That game that I beat way back when is going to line up with my review on the day it's getting released on Steam for the first time. Oh wow. So, yeah, it's fun, but been busy with that, so I can't game otherwise. Yep. No, I hear you there. And, yeah, once again, thank you to everyone out there who's been uh, joining into Level 50 Club, posting everything. Like, most people are in, like, between the 20s and 40s at this point, so a lot of you are killing it. Uh, Actually, a buddy of ours is going to be, like, making a video when he hits 50, and that'll be, like, his submission to it. Like, he's just going to do all at once. Wait, which one? Be G. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, G. Yep. It's so a good old G to the next level. Check out his uh, Twitch page and YouTube and all that shit. But yeah, he'll be just dropping a video on that. So uh, yeah, um, moving on. Uh, I, I have no transition tonight. <laughs> I'm burnt. I am burnt fucking toast today. <laughs> I'm running off two goddamn hours of sleep. So <laughs> patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we'll answer on each and every single one of these power hour podcasts. Oh, Jim, I can only imagine if you sent me footage to cut you down to a minute format, you'd send me like a 20 minute video. Be like, all right, go ahead. All right, here you go. Have fun. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Ah, so, what's we, so what do we got this week? So first up from Travis Lee, you may have been asked this already, but what is your favorite game trailer of all time, regardless of how good the game was? Hmm. I got my answer real fast. Go on. Grand Theft Auto 3. Just the, uh, that, like, orchestral story, like, opera they had going on in the background as it's doing a slow, it's, it was the opera, the slow motion, and just, like, the timing of it. Because, like, I was such a huge fan of, like, Grand Theft Auto 1. Even though I didn't have a PlayStation, I played it all the goddamn time at my friend's house growing up. Mm-hmm. So, once I saw, like, that whole world in 3D, it was, like, mind-blowing. And then it just seemed all the more epic with that slow, operatic music, you know, straight out of a mafia film and shit like that. So, it's not even the most, like, inventive trailer of all time but like that one always just sticks out as like the one i always think of okay my answer for something i saw live would be uh dead island which was one of the most it's one of those cases of like the trailers was nothing like the game not (laughs) saying the game was bad just saying it was nothing like it so it was um so cinematic they did like almost a tarantino thing where you saw like a dead i think it was like a little girl or something on the ground and then it reversed her into the lobby like to show what happened and people turning into zombies all left and right 
it was just super, super well done. Um, but the answer I would give that I've seen since starting this page is the George Romero Resident Evil 2 TV commercial. He did a commercial for Resident Evil 2. Now, really, every time I've seen this. it, it, it's listed as Biohazard 2, so I don't know if it only came out in Japan. Oh. But it even has, um, I think I think his name is Brad Ren- Renford? Redford? Uh, an actor I remember from the 90s. I just don't know what his actual name is. Renfro or something. Um, but it's like him and like Claire, and there's all the zombies out in the street. So it's just to have George Romero do a commercial for Resident Evil. That's like you combine two awesome things yeah it's pretty goddamn cool yeah but no great question thank you travis yep uh next up from game whisperer dean have you ever played ice cold beer and won a beer what's ice cold beer what is ice cold beer is this a uk thing this is one of those goddamn uk things is ice cold beer game Now, Bri, the question is, will you remember to edit out us looking this up? Or will you leave no. it in the dead air? No, no, no. We're leaving this in. We're going to talk about it. So right now what I'm seeing, it's a rare vertical pinball game. Jim, it's pinball. You should know about this. I should know about this. What the fuck? So it looks like it's an arcade. Yeah, it was an arcade game of the 80s. Um, My title. It almost looks like oh, what? Pachinko. I mean, not really Pachinko. But yeah, that looks awesome. No, I've never even seen this. So with a beer? Is that the what? Is the, that's what I'm bars? trying to see from the guy who's playing it right now. Like, do you actually win a beer? The objective is to use the two joysticks to tip the bar back and forth and maneuver the ball to a specific lit hole in the play field to avoid the unlit ones. When it goes in there, return the ball, and the next targeted hole is lit. Almost lit. But, 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 but. So I will show I'll show the actual video of the guy playing it. Um I I've don't never know. seen this. Yeah, I don't know if you can actually win a beer, but it, obviously, if I'm in an arcade and I see anything beer-related, I'm going to play it. So, no, haven't ever played it. It would be awesome to do it. So Yeah, it's actually a shame that's not in like, the local barcade, because I was there for the first time like three years uh, for my bassist bachelor party like a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, wasn't in there. I mean, they have tappers still, so that's cool. Hit up the old classics, but I would love to play this thing. That's cool. Jim, did you set any uh, high scores? No, there were no <laughs> Jim, why not? Daddy, actually, I think I did all right on one pinball machine, but besides that. If you didn't set the high score, you didn't do shit, Jim. I did things. You didn't do shit. I got shit. on the board. You didn't do shit. <laughs> they probably reset them every day, but I got on the board. I did things. But uh, I will, so there's a place near us, uh, Game is Afoot. So I would definitely, I'll check that out there and see if maybe they have it. Um now I got to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, definitely. And last up, speaking of G to the next level, uh, with Sony developing another remake that is questionably needed, what are some PlayStation franchises that you think Sony should focus on bringing back instead? Cheers, guys. Oh, man. Gee, what, what do you mean a game from five years ago doesn't need a remaster? You, you sir, you are grateful. You should thank your Sony lords. Well, Jim, should we mention, I mean, it's not Sony exclusive, but did you see today, speaking of news, the um, Dead Space remake? Yeah, like, I've been really, like, I think I heard before that they were remaking Dead Space, and, like, Limited Run just announced their $300 goddamn collector set, which, have fun waiting two years for that, people. Don't fall for the trick. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Dead Space, I think, that was an early 360-era game, so that Mm -hmm. could definitely use a remake. Horizon Zero Dawn does not need one. No, Horizon Zero Dawn. I 
If you want to play a PS5 version of Horizon Zero Dawn, then play Horizon Forbidden West. Like, you have the sequel, which is, like, you know, the same basic build. So, play that. Fuck, fucking Sony. I mean, here's the deal. I I, I firmly believe you should have a two-year gap in gener- gaming generations before you see remakes. A two At a minimum. Gap. Yeah, not a two-year gap. L- uh yeah yeah, um like like how Resident Evil One had the the well well you've seen that meme where it's like Resi Two and then like Resi Two remake and it's like mm-hmm. you know completely different and then yep. and Horizon then, Horizon is the same picture yeah but but to go back to the question itself what PlayStation game would I like to see I mean we've said it before and speaking of our latest video we released fucking Twisted Metal we need a Twisted Metal back. Hopefully the show does well and generates enough interest because I would like we don't even have any car combat games at all. So it'll be nice to just to see the genre come back, much less the my favorite you know series from all that. Um, I never really played Ape Escape. Uh, like I mean, a Jack and Daxter, like uh, Ratchet and Clank had a really loved game on PS5 come out. So mm-hmm. you know, Jack's overdue. Would there be any interest? With the fact that they they have the God of War series now, like in Norse, would you like to see the original one now done in the new engines and done up with better graphics and maybe some gameplay changes? Eh, I mean it would be cool. But I mean you like the original God of War. I do like the original God of Wars, but um, I don't know. I still think that would be unnecessary since we have like active God of War going. Like I'd still rather see something from the archives come back. Something that hasn't really gotten any love fuck it you know what i mean i know it wasn't sony itself but fuck it what happened to like the people who did army man how long has it been yeah. since we had an army man game <laughs> yeah i mean i know infamous hasn't been around in forever and like playing spider-man right now i mean it's the same concept you know superhero super-powered sandbox game so i mean that should be easy enough to bring back or mm-hmm. you know socom socom would be cool sony keeps bitching about microsoft trying to buy activision because they'll have exclusive you know, they could make COD exclusive, then fucking bring back SOCOM. Have your own goddamn IP. I I was going to well, I looked up. I had to look it up. I was going to say, remember Oddworld? Yeah. I was going to say that, but apparently a game did come out in 2021, which was kind of a remake. Soulstorm? Oh, I didn't even hear about that. I know New and Tasty came either. out a couple years, like maybe five, six years ago, something like that. But uh, And that was like a remake of the original one. But no, I didn't yeah. even hear about Soulstorm. Yeah. I mean, they. I, I feel like they hit the main one. Like, they hit Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they brought Medieval back into PS4 era. They did that. So it's like... I, I'd have to really dive deep for one that's not the more obvious answer. But yeah, Jet Moto. Twi- Speaking of Twisted Metal, bring back Jet Moto. <laughs> well, here's my question. and you and We're I not going to get another wave race it. any goddamn time soon. So bring back Jet Moto. Get that market. Would you, I mean, Twisted Metal, is that, is it just done? Like, that whole, like, car destruction, not done in a kart racer style? Like, can that ever come back in a way? Like, I'm trying to think how it would come back and be popular. Well, like, talking in the, our Discord to, uh, like, Elvin Monk, he was saying how much he loved, like, like I don't like the PS3 one, but I didn't mm-hmm. get to play it multiplayer. Because by the time I got around to playing it, the multiplayer was dead. Mm-hmm. So he was like, no, nah, the multiplayer was super fun. He was like, yeah, the single player campaign kind of sucked, but the multiplayer was awesome. So just mm-hmm. make like my problem with the single player was there are too many goddamn gimmicks. So just make it straight up good level design with no gimmicks needed 
and do that for the single player campaign to get you used to like a battle royale kind of multiplayer or whatever. Like have a battle royale mode and then have like normal like you know eight person multiplayer matches and shit like that and just take it from there. Actually, yeah, no, you just I think you just a battle royale, but honestly, make it a large map. Almost go battle royale like PUBG style. Like get a lot of people in there and just let them loose in a full open world. Yeah, instead and of limit, it'll be like refreshing because it'll be like just chaotic combat. It won't be yeah. people hiding. It won't be people trying to get to zones like. It'll just be running yeah. around. I yeah. I think do something like that or ride on the coattails of something like um Rocket League. And they've had like Ghostbusters cars and other things like do a mode called like Mayhem mode and just make it twist like let let the the cars have guns and missiles and all the kinds of shit. Or, you know, something like that. Bring it back in one way or another though. So Brian, the obvious answer is a new Mortal Kombat mythologies game. But just do it right this time. Uh, you son of a bitch. I'll take Shaolin Monks. Fair enough. You know what? You know what? No, I want a first person Mortal Kombat mythologies. Oh, boy. <laughs> Worked out those mechanics, you fucks. All right, Ed Boon, Mr. Super Genius, let's see you do that. See what you got. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons for the support. Thank you for all of you for being patient with our Patreon reviews for games. We're trying to make them as good as possible. And, yeah, uh, check out our Patreon for all of our tiers for all the exclusive content you can get. Thank you, guys. Truly appreciate it. Yep. And speaking of, also make sure to check out the Discord and our Reddit. I don't plug our subreddit enough. Max Marvel was kind enough to make it for us, and we never fucking talk about it. So if you're a person who likes Reddit, head on over to there, and we'll start using it, too, with you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Chambers. So... This first one, you know, we talked about NFTs and blockchains and gaming and how most people view it pretty negatively. Didn't know if it's definitely going to be the future or not. But I think this article proves that it's definitely going to be a failure because Sega has gotten involved with this and announced a partnership to Ah. develop its first blockchain game. And everything Sega does as of late fails. Bitch. (laughs) <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you know, unless it's made by Atlas or a fan game that they just buy up. Yeah, they haven't had a good track record lately. But um, yeah, so the jab. This is Sega of Japan. This is because this is actually so fucking funny because, like, they announced that they were getting into the blockchain business like about a month or two ago. But that came about a week after Sega of America was like, "Oh, we are never getting into blockchains or NFTs and shit like that." So Sega of Japan, of course, being Sega of Japan, has to tread all over Sega of America. It's been 30 goddamn years and they're still doing it. And they're like, nah, actually, we're going to do it. So they are teaming up with Japanese blockchain company Double Jump Tokyo, which will result in the development of a new game based on Sega's popular Sangokushi Tyson series. I know nothing about this. Oh, that one. Yeah. Some real-time strategy game uh, played in arcades, collecting cards. Oh, it's like a real-time strategy with cards? I'd actually probably like that. You would probably jerk off all over it. I would probably love the shit out of it. <sighs> oh, yeah. and, and they're basically all hentai girls, too. So, Oh, are they? <laughs> well, well, I think I have to invest in some uh, NFTs now, Brian. God, it's time. God damn it, Jim. The whole market's at a low. Time to strike. Buy the dip. Get the cards. Make the coom. 
But uh, yeah, so uh, release in platform is yet to be confirmed. What, what fucking platform? It's got to be some fucking say. stupid web-based NFT bullshit. There's no platform. Like you can't unless they start making like uh, uh, what is it? Coinbase. That's like the main app on phones. Like you make a Coinbase game inside of that or some shit like that. Here's my question. I think we're gonna see a lot of these coming out more and more often of major companies. I mean, we know Konami and is it Capcom or no Atari? Ka- Konami, Konami and Atari already have NFTs going around. The, selling digital items as NFTs. What what the fuck is Atari doing selling NFTs? What for the Atari VCS that no one bought? Like what? what? Well, well, here's what's fascinating, and and it still boggles my mind. Like the idea of the NFT. Like uh, one of Konami's is Castlevania's Dracula's uh, the castle map, and it sold for about twenty seven k. It's an image of the map. Once again, I know you then have rights, but, like, it don't mean shit. Everyone's still going to just Google that shit and look. Like, I don't know. It, it's so, so weird to me. It, it's such a, it's like, and it's also Sega, once again, hopping on that hot trend that died almost a year ago. <laughs> Late to the party as always. Always the bridesmaid. You know what, Jim? It makes so much more sense why you're such a Sega, Sega stan out there. You uh, you and Sega have a lot in common. <laughs> Jump on things too late. <laughs> right. Have I told you that I'm finally getting around to watching Squid Game? Case in point. I can't wait. You're, you're, you're either going to be like, man, does anyone know that this show's really good? Or, man, I don't see what everyone likes about it. <laughs> no, it's fucking great. But that's besides the point. <laughs> It's like when I got around to Breaky Bad like five years after it ended. Shit Stop like saying Breaky Bad. <laughs> I didn't say Breaky Bad. That's what it sounded like. I'm going to replay you saying that right now. And it sounds like Breaky Bad. <laughs> Sorry. I disavow. Listen, Squidward. <laughs> but yeah, then they go into their usual bullshit while talking to producer Masayoshi Kikuchi about how NFTs are the game, gaming landscape of the future. And it's always an expression and social networking and... Blah, 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 trying to jerk off NFTs and something no one wants and no one's, except for, pardon me, except for NFT bros, no one's going to fucking do it. So it's another terrible Sega idea. Wonderful. That's, That's what they need. Sega, work on shit people actually want. Stop doing all these stupid side things. Fuck. <laughs> Talk about bringing back goddamn IPs. Jesus Christ. They have so many they could do anything with. God, when are we going to get Kid Chameleon? Jim, it's maybe they do it right this time. It's the most rad game out there, don't you dare! Oh, it's goddamn rad. It's There's no game with more things. replayability built in. Oh, it sure does have replayability, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, Jamers, Merry fucking Christmas! But uh, yeah, I, but let's move on to a company that man, they um, they really went left field on us. I'd say screwing over their fan base here and making them angry. This was almost a potential gamers man, but then no one cared after a day. But uh, this comes to us from IGN, but it was posted in a couple spots. So in Japan, as of September 29th, uh, they started rolling out the PlayStation Stars loyalty program, which is offering better customer support to those at the higher reward tiers. Apparently, there are four different reward tiers, and it's kind of based on how many games you buy. Buying games from the PlayStation Store and earning trophies. 
So, yeah. Basically means the more you spend, the better support you get. And the funny thing about this is, is like, like I'm, I'm kind of torn on this. Because we know a guy who used to work for a call center for Sony. And he was like, oh, yeah, like the average wait time was like four hours. He's like, they're, like they had a third-party company taking support calls, and they were mm-hmm. horrific. So, you know, you know, as a paying customer, if I'm paying more for games and stuff, I would like better service. It kind of makes sense. It's terrible optics, but it kind of makes sense. Jim, you've always said people who have more money are worth more than those who don't. Well, yeah, like I spit on poor people, as we all know. But besides that. <laughs> and you accept the spit of millionaires. <laughs> look, yes, I do. I'm doing a little spit work. Uh, here, okay. First thing, before we talk about the optics, have you ever called any major gaming system or gaming company for gaming support? What the mm. fuck are you calling this for? You know, once again, because of uh, someone we know, and I'm just not mentioning the name because I don't know if there's any trouble, but he's like, they get asked the dumbest questions. It's like working in any other call center where it's the people who are the least familiar with, like, the Internet, the least familiar with, like, how to set up online. It's really all about, like, setting up your online account and recovering online accounts. Like, that's the bulk of it. Then it's like, you know, you get the random calls of people who are having, like, actual hardware issues and shit like that, but... Yeah, I mean, for some, it's, like, standard IT, like, tech support shit. But th- but this is my point. Okay, so I've used the internet, like, to look up your issue. And, and unless it's, like, hey, the system broke, the warranty's dead, or something to, like, that effect. But I've I've used my systems for thousands of hours. I've never had an issue big enough where I had to call a call center or... That that's what blows my mind is that there's such a volume that they're noticing a disparaging amount going to. And if you're an asshole who spends more money, you should probably know the system better and you need less customer support. Like I, I, that's what I don't get is what are you calling about? I would be fascinated to know. Yeah, I, I actually, you know what? Fucking Sony, they are becoming some shit dicks with their legacy systems when it comes to recovering accounts and crap like that. Like Brian, when's the last time you turned on your PS3? Uh, probably five months ago. Okay. Uh, I don't think they had rolled it out then. So I think five months ago you could still log in and it would log you into like your PSN account and shit like that mm-hmm. if it was late. When I was sick with COVID last month and I was uh, popping in Uncharted, it was like, oh, scan this QR code to access the PlayStation store to log into your system. I was like, what? Hmm. And they, they, and it, it was so ass backwards, like... It was completely unnecessary, and it, like, fucks over people. Like, there are still people without smartphones who, like, can't do QR code shit. So, like, there you go. Like, people without smartphones, without QR codes, like, that's who's going to be calling you and shit like that. And they rolled that out for, like, the PSP and the Vita, I think. So, like, all their old stuff, they're like, fuck you, get with the times, or fuck off. Yeah. But, but okay, settling that, this idea of you paid more, so you get service first... I mean, isn't that the same idea as pay to win or fast passes at theme parks or like, yeah, if you pay more, you get better service. It's not. I mean, that. yeah, at the end of the day, we we, I think too many people look at things like customer service for a video game as a utility and not a you're, you're paying for a service for a luxury at the end of the day. 
That's really yeah. what these are. So I, I, whether morally I like it doesn't matter. I think from a business standpoint, yeah, if you have somebody putting out $10,000 a year and then you have one person who maybe buys a Madden game once a year, you might probably show some a little bit of favoritism towards the one that puts out a lot more money. Yeah, I mean, we are a capitalist society, so we gotta we gotta treat the pay pigs better, Brian. Yeah, and pay you uh, you show your displeasure with your wallet. That's all I'll say. Yeah, even though no one ever does, they all say they're going to, but almost no one ever goddamn does. Never, 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 never. <laughs> That's beyond the point. <laughs> but but yeah, Brian, that... speaking of spending money on games, mm-hmm. so uh, in a group chat I'm in was we were discussing about the uh, you know. How about, you know, people spending more and shit like that? It came up to, how much does people spend on games? So, apparently, a survey finds that the average gamer spends $58,000 on gaming in their life. And, unsurprisingly, millennials are the biggest spenders. Right, that's us! Yeah, yeah. Which I still don't get, because I thought we were... I know there's a weird thing between Gen X and millennials, is there? I don't even think there, there really there, is. There is, because... I think they tried to make Gen Y a thing, but, like, that never took off. Um, I think you're either Gen X, Millennial, or Gen Z at this point. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, it's funny, because I never thought we were actually considered Millennial, but I guess we are. But yeah, it makes sense, because you figure, yeah, boomers, they spend the, the least amount, um, which... Yeah, no shocker at all. Gen X, they were the OGs, like, you know, getting the original Ataris and televisions, Colecos. But we were born in that sweet spot where it's like, okay, we all grew up kind of with Nintendo as our first base kit or hand-me-down other systems. And we've been along for a ride really ever since. Whereas Gen Zs, they're right there with us, which is crazy. They grew up with it, and they grew up with, you know... With it being more ubiquitous, basically. Yeah. Like, we millennials, you like if you grew up, there's a good chance if you're a gamer, you're considered a dork. Whereas with Gen Z right now, like, it doesn't... Everyone games. Doesn't Every, matter. And I'm curious if this survey, it didn't really say... It's not... It, I, I gotta say, it comes to us from thegamer.com, and it was conducted by At All Home Connections, who is a reseller of AT&T products. Yeah. And they asked a thousand Americans to find out how much they spend and how old they are, basically. So it's not the best and most, you know, all-encompassing survey in the world, but it is still sure. kind of interesting. Well, I like they broke it down, and this is where I was thinking about. Like, they broke it down what you probably spend monthly and yearly. So for us, they're saying $86 a month monthly, and their yearly is 1000 So if we break that down, I mean, Xbox Game Pass, what is that, 50 15. a year? No, no, I mean a year. Or no, it's like fifteen a month. Fifteen a month. Yeah. Um, you know, so you got your services, but games like brand new games, I buy maybe two or three a year. But then used games or games on sale or digital, yeah, a thousand probably is right for for an entire year. It's probably yeah. not far off. Yeah, it's not that far off when you put all the services and everything like that together. And if you're more responsible than other people, I was gonna so. say, Jim, you, uh, your 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 lifetime average, especially since you you get higher ticket items, secondhand sales, and if you include it, anything you've ever spent on games on your phone, 
You're adding some more dollars to that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, in general, I've definitely slowed down from my, my peak. But, yeah, I would be, uh, I am definitely skewing, I'd be skewing that millennial side there. Which, you know what? I, it, to me, it doesn't seem that ridiculous. Like, that's the cost of an expensive car. You know, and that's it, the way I look at it. Yeah, and if you're a millennial, it's like, like Gen Xers right now. They're in their, like, mid to late 40s at this point. Whereas us, we're that like prime, you know, in our between our late twenties and our thirties, we have expendable income, and you know that's when that's the time to do it. Basically, mm-hmm. like when you have the expendable income, maybe you have a family, maybe you don't. That'll factor into it. Maybe you're a hardcore gamer, maybe you're a casual. Who the fuck knows? But like we are the target age group. I think. I mean, kids are always the target age group for new shit, but for stuff in general, we're the ones you can spend it. So it makes sense we'd be probably spending the most. Yeah, and and here's the deal: like, do they count our spending when our kids they're gonna get an age soon where they want to play their own games and systems? If we're paying for it, does that fall under our bill, or does it count towards their total? That's a good point. I mean, obviously, this didn't go that deep into it. No, I know <laughs> there was there was one nice little caveat at the end they put in there. So to add insult to injury, they calculated how much we would be making by retirement if we didn't spend all of that cash on games. So Gen Z could expect around 285000 by the age of 65, assuming an annual 6% return, which, good luck with that. Yeah, and Gen X could have had about two hundred twenty-one, and Boomers 185000 Millennials, 307000 Yeah, and then uh, what would you have replaced the... I'm more curious. I want a legit survey. How many hours in a lifetime or days or months are people playing games? That's the more interesting one. Price means not like at the end of the day, okay, whatever these returns, yeah, yeah, they're cute. You're going to do something with your spare time. So if you weren't doing that, chances are you're just watching TV because we know most people aren't reading. Um, so What's that? You, so you're going to be watching TV or you, you're going to be pulling at your pud or like doing what, whatever it is you're going to do. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the hours spent would be far more interesting. Yeah, that would. And, I mean, obviously you'd have to assume the Zoomers, Gen Z, would fucking win that one because they have the free time. They're young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like you said, I mean, I don't know what age I actually started playing video games. But kids today, like, as young as, like, three, they get a they get a tablet or your phone. Even if it's, like, ABC Mouse, it's kind of like – games to learn so from right from the birth they're basically ready to start gaming pretty much so they're almost you know popping out of the womb with the control in their hand at this point yeah so it's an interesting survey i like seeing stuff like that i I would like to see a a sample size of more than a thousand people and i'm curious like i said i would like to see it in different i'd like to see it across the country in like major cities and then just plop it right in the midwest yeah true i want to see I mean, a difference there fuck if you want that just do just do all of pennsylvania you got yeah, the two well, big true. cities on the sides the one city in the middle and all that fucking <laughs> amish you could ever ask for who would like our english video game <laughs> damn it some tells butter. me they're not playing jim they don't have electricity you'd be correct <laughs> i so, mean we know they life. we know they bowl we know they can bowl god Damn it. Yes. <laughs> Tin Cup was a documentary. <laughs> but Jim, speaking of people who have wasted money and 
things falling apart. These poor schmucks. <laughs> Probably one of the most uh, most expected results of all time. And actually kind of a follow-up because, like, what was it, two months ago, two, three months ago, there was that, like, random leak that, like, wasn't really corroborated, but someone was just like, yeah, Google had a big meeting, they're killing Stadia. Yeah. Everyone's like, I was going to say, we did talk about this not long ago. Yeah. And, well, as of September 29th, Google announces they're killing Stadia. The system is going to remain live until January 18th, 2023. Um, they are going to issue refunds for hardware and, like, basically all the... Basically everything are- you bought. That's the craziest part of this story. Like, well, they're... It- they're not they're not only refunding it, but they basically hint it. They're like, you probably won't have to return anything. You're just getting refunds on that. Yeah, which is fucking wild. Like, when have you ever heard of like anything failing and the company being like our bad? Like that I mean, they're taking response. It's a big it's a big move. Um you know, they have a nice little FAQ in there and they cover things like what if you were a pro member or something? Like, obviously, you're not getting refunded for that. And you your games, most likely, like, progress in games aren't transferring over because most services don't even in cross-platform. I'm more curious. So, it's a 100% cloud gaming service. Like, is Google in with Microsoft at all? Oh, what? As far as, like, the gaming division goes? Yeah. I don't think so. They kind of built like this proprietary cloud network for Stadia, if I'm remembering correctly. Because uh, I was gonna say maybe if like maybe if you got a Microsoft game, maybe that could value could get transferred. But like, that's the biggest thing that sucks is it's not like it can exist on the device at all. And and I'm sure what will happen is people will figure out a way to jailbreak the controllers or pair it with something else. But well, the controllers are fucky because it's not Bluetooth. Like, it connects directly to the Wi-Fi. It's a really weird setup. Like, you can use it on a computer if you hardwire it, but, like, it's a Mm. weird setup with that controller. I think it's weird, but they also kind of hinted at something that they said they may be using their hardware kind of, like, with a new Endeavor or someone else. Um, Yeah, they were talking about maybe, like, integrating it with, like, VR or... Uh, Google Play or stuff like YouTube, uh, augmented reality, and like the from if you look around from what people say, like this network they set up for Stadia was pretty like pretty advanced. Mm-hmm. It was just you know implemented terribly, and we've talked about it before. And actually, this could easily be one of those hoops. <laughs> Let's go back in time for another thing that aged well from Jimmy's rants, where like you know when it was first announced, and I was just like, look, I I wasn't saying it was gonna be a success. I was just saying if anyone could make it a success, it would be Google. Yeah. And obviously that didn't happen. But, like, they still, you know, if they built this cool infrastructure, maybe they could put it to something else. Mm-hmm. God knows most of Google's side projects fail miserably and they give up after two or three years, case in point. But, you know, if the framework's there for something else, maybe they could, you know, make uh, lemonade out of lemons. I don't know. This is a weird one because... I think we, you and I both felt that of all the things that we're trying to do, cloud gaming, I mean, we shit, we talked about, I don't even know where it's at right now, Netflix considering doing cloud gaming or a gaming part. If anyone could have pulled it off, it would have made sense that the friggin' debatably most wealthy organization in the world. It's and, one of the big four Illuminati. And if they can't do it, 
man, when I see a little guy trying some shit, I'm like, don't even consider it. Don't, you little fuck, you little amico, you with your NFT games. Don't. I'm curious. Did you, um, so I know you got one, but did you ever open it, use it, do anything with it? Nope. He did. Someone actually, when I uh, when they announced the death, like I posted a picture of mine, and someone's like, "Yeah, the dust on top really, uh, really seals the deal. <laughs> really adds to the whole lot uh, thing." So, I mean, I have no reason to ever open it up now unless I need another Chromecast. But yeah, I mean, it's not even a device; it's a controller and a Chromecast. It was all server based, so it's it's fucking weird. Jim, set it up and do a review on it, just like your Zune. <laughs> oh, I should do a. <laughs> hey, that Zune is a goddamn masterpiece, and that thing's still. That thing was terrible. Perfectly. That thing was terrible. Never terrible. Beautiful device. Always terrible. You and your stupid fuck. You need to get any shit. Fuck yeah. the wheel. The wheel sucked. Jim, because we, you need to grow up. Just like people were like today. Like I, like I hit button to go up. I went up. I didn't need to go. Duh. Jim, don't be that guy that's like I like Android because he does this. Yeah, grow up and get an iPhone like everyone else. God, that's As what you were. You know, yeah. You know what? I can only say I've used both Android because of work and iPhone, and fucking iPhone's just better. Like Android has never made an operating system that has been as smooth as iOS. Now you can't do as much, but I'm not going to play around with it anyway, so I don't yeah. care. I want it to be smooth. Yeah, come on. Like, just come on. No one not gets laid with green, uh, green text bubbles. So go fuck yourself. I've <laughs> been no way better than choke over soon. myself with that. Yeah. <laughs> That worked. That's why <laughs> no one. <laughs> Jim, and that's why you had a Zoom. <laughs> Love my Zoom. You, fuck yourself. We are you a small tw- yet strong community. God you damn and right. the twenty other people. God you damn wrong. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was more curious. I tried looking it up right now. Um, did you ever hear like what were the sales numbers for for Stadia? I don't know. I don't even know if they've. I mean, they must have published, made some kind of publishing about it. I'm trying to, like, find that out right now, and I'm telling you, well, it is funny because I'm doing it through Google, but I... Ironic. Can't... Bri, use DuckDuckGo. You'll get real answers. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to Ask Jeeves. What did um, that get bought by? I think, I think Yahoo bought that, and now Yahoo's dead, too, so good luck with that. Yeah, who's never dead in my heart. That was yeah. my first that, that that was my first after AOL real email address for the longest time. Oh god. Um yeah, even on Wiki it doesn't have like any That's crazy. You know what's a real unfortunate thing about it shutting down though? Is the poor fucking developers, especially like the few out there I, who are really working on it. Because they weren't told by Google. They learned all by tweets and news articles. I was going to say, that's probably becoming like such a common practice that like you're finding out the same time as everyone else. So, yeah, I feel bad for developers. I hope nobody had... We've talked about this um, the other week. Like, I hope nobody had an exclusive deal with Google. Like, you could, there, like, there weren't a lot. There were a few, like, quote-unquote, first-party developers... Like, I think you could count it on one hand. But, yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do now. I, I hope Google, I mean, if Google's being cool enough to refund people's hardware, I'd hope they'd be cool enough to break the contracts and be like, yeah, just go develop for whoever else you want. Because yeah, what the fuck else are they going to do? Yeah. Here's a, here, yeah, here's like a cash payout, you know. here's Because basically, I mean, these returns and shit, it's a way to avoid a lot more bad PR. So, I mean, it's kind of a genius move, like, 
Google has the money to spend, you know, now placate their 100 subscribers and fucking, you know, move on to something else. So, hey. Jim. Actually, Brian, before we uh, – well, what are you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say um, – if this was Nintendo, they would cancel it, not tell you, and then say, pay us for keeping the stuff. Oh, yeah. Then they'd shove your Joy-Con up your ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> but then they'd say, all right, also buy this Mario. You can't play again. And then you would buy it. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, actually, one funny thing that came out after this shortly, too, is uh, so Sony is still bitching to high heaven, as we've talked about before, about the Microsoft deal and trying to get it closed. Mm-hmm. So for some fucking reason, Google decided to join the bandwagon. And say that like part of the reason Stadia shut down is because of the Activision acquisition by Microsoft. It's like you motherfuckers, you know that it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, unless unless they did not, let, even if they didn't let them, like that was not going to be the make or break piece for them. It's so corny. It's oh PlayStation, you silly bitch. Maybe Ooh. instead of remaking games from two years ago, you make new shit, and then you don't have to worry about stuff being bought up. You, you always tout your first-party games. Where are they? Yeah, stop remaking it. Man. Hey, hey, I love me some Astro's Playroom, but Astro's Playroom can only God be so far. God damn right? it, Jim. <laughs> right. The game's like a delight. It's an like, absolute delight. Like your Zune, like everything else. <laughs> you knock it off. Right, just play your building game. Just do it, Brian. It's, it's one of, like, four exclusives. Just, Let's just do it. I'm going to, but that's not the point. It's just, it's just I knew you were going to be like, I really like it. <laughs> there was there was no chance. I would have put <laughs> such a large bet that you would have ended up liking that. It's like, God damn it, Jim. <laughs> it was so cute. Fuck. <laughs> Jim, I'm just shocked you haven't got bu- bug snacks yet. Don't tell me, Brian. <laughs> Don't Because you me. hated on a lot of people who like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't even. Jim, you hate on most things, so it's always a things. safe, safe, safe bet. But I don't know. Bug snacks wasn't really popular enough for me to be like, ah, oh, fucking, you know, to be like cherry itself. You, you, you made a few, a few inflammatory comments on on the podcast. Oh yeah, I mean, I make inflammatory comments and everything because I'm a miserable. <laughs> Jim, actually, I'm shocked we don't have it on here. How have we not talked about the the fucking ridiculousness that's Overwatch? I mean, we talked about it a bit last week, but then he just kept adding on to it. <laughs> I mean, it's just now that, to, as of today, Overwatch 1 is dead, which is still, that blows my mind. And, and the thing is, I think this is another higher Gemini, or pay me more, but higher Gem as well. Easy, easy win for everyone, Blizzard, is just like Call of Duty did. You have an OG mode where you don't limit the classes like you're doing in this new one. You can limit it to the original cast with the original maps and keep everything the same as it was in the original game. And that way you satisfy... You can't kind of have the first game, but it's just hidden under like a match, a custom match or something in Overwatch 2. That's all you got to do. Because aside from the shitty way you're doing your battle pass and everything else... The fact that you're changing your mechanics of limiting your classes and this and that, like, that's such a weird sh- paradigm shift. It's, it'd be like if Call of Duty was like, we're never going to let you lay down again in the game. Or, like, you know, something to that effect. It's like, wait, why? Like, what are you talking about? Or if they, like, go back and shut down, like, because they leave their service for games up for fucking ever. Dude, like, you, I you still can, have played World at War. You can still play Black Ops 2 on the Wii U multiplayer. Yeah. So like Which, they leave they, like 
You know what this says to me? Like, this is my, this is another tinfoil globalist hat on me. <laughs> this is, what do you call it? I don't think they have any faith in Overwatch 2. I think they're like, this will get sales, but I think people are going to hate it. So they're like forcing it to be your only Overwatch. Because I've never heard of someone shutting down completely a multiplayer-focused game just because the next one's coming out. Well, and that's my point is... Like, that makes no sense. Unless, and, and it, I get unless it. it's shit. It's got to be shit. It's either it's gotta shit be this or, or nothing. Or they're thinking, like, it would be too much for them to have two separate servers. Because, you know, Overwatch no, it's, was... it's Activision Blizzard. They, they, they do not have... They don't have that problem. No, they but what do. I'm saying is, like, I'm trying to figure... Because why would you also go with such drastic changing the or, whole format or, or, of gaming? Or, or, or. And I think I might have said this last week, but this is still my running theory. Maybe I said it on Twitter. Or they're just trying to get as much money now as they can before the Microsoft deal goes through. So they can pocket as much of the Overwatch money as they can before, like, you know, Did it's not all that, theirs. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's what I'm curious. Once that that deal goes through, could Microsoft restart the server for one? Possibly. I mean, they're the they're the HBIC now, so they, they could say whatever they want. I don't know. I, I think it's really weird. Um, yeah. And as we saw, uh, the, 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 it made the, the and server there's still issues. no porn. Damn it, Jeff. Damn it. I, I, the server issues on Overwatch made Call of Duty look, uh, like child's play with wait times and queues and lags like crazy. I just want to think that there's like some small little, like fan run little uh, you know, P2P server for Battleborn out there, and they're just sitting there laughing at all the Overwatch people who don't get to play their game anymore that, like, you know, just it trashed Battleborn at launch and, like, that game died in a year. You mean, like, like the nerds on Atari age who still want to live in that, that world? Kind of, yeah. Who like We're to like, trash on Nintendo? We, we Zoom <laughs> yeah. boys, keeping it alive. Yeah. Jim, is that, are you going to Battleborn? Is Battleborn? The Zoom of the Overwatch genre. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That you'd be like, but Battleborn has yes, but then it had a better art style, more character. Uh, God damn it, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah, but no, Overwatch. Like I said, I do have it. I actually hit the update button. I didn't try getting into it. The biggest reason why I'm gonna jump into it at some point this month, they have their Halloween event, so I'm a sucker for that. Yep. I mean, hey, people just jailbroke the PS5, so maybe some schmucks will make a fucking server and keep it alive that way. Who knows? Jim, you leave it up to the pirates. They take care of all of it. You know what, bro? Where would we be without piracy, really? Ah, either more open revolts or more servitude. Slate. Well, I mean, that's all happening either way. But at least we have our. I'm saying there'd data. be more. At least that's all we have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, what a bleak, shitty digital future we have. <laughs> but Jim, you just need to take the red pill. Get it? Matrix? Yes. Thank you, Brian. Matrix. I, I was drinking as you said that, so <laughs> I couldn't make one of my usual stupid retorts. Matrix. Th- thank you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Go down the white hole. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so then the uh, the final topic, which I felt like this really came out of nowhere. It just dropped like today or yesterday, basically. And people were actually, what do you call it? Uh, what, Todd Howard staying on Twitter. He was like, "Hey, how's it feel to have a big news thing break out before you record?" I'm like, it's pretty nice. Not it, used to it. it. Don't worry. Tomorrow, some 
crazy big thing in games gonna break. But like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, Fandom has acquired multiple leading like entertainment and gaming brands, including Games Gamespot, Metacritic, t- fucking TV Guide, Screen Junkies, Game FAQs, Giant Bomb. It's, well, they, they've they've had screen junkies for a while. They've had them for a couple years. Oh, have they? Yeah. So then, what was this? The latest one? It was mostly Gamespot, Metacritic, GameFAQs, TV Guide. Uh, I think Giant Bomb too, Comic Vine. So here's the deal. I never put so fandom. If you're like me, you probably didn't know what that is. But I've you, heard of it, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm like you. I heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. Yeah, and then when I put two and two together, I was like, "Oh, it's basically if you ever looked up a wiki for anything, game, movie, music, TV related, you were probably doing it off a of fandom wiki. Like that's their biggest claim to fame is they have like the largest catalog of wikis outside of Wikipedia, and they. I will say their shit is. It's always to a higher quality standard because there's a lot of like fan wikis for various topics out there. Um, and Jim, I know you don't dive quite as much into nerdum as I do. Like when I get into something, I wiki the shit out of a lot of stuff. Like lore. Actually, no, I do that too. Like I just don't keep up on as much current shit. But like I can't wait to like wiki like random fun facts about like fucking Squid Game when I'm done. Or actually, what do you call it? Like when for all the fucking uh, you know bonus episodes we do, like I wake the shit out of all of them, especially they like pique my interest. Yeah, but one, I guess I never put two and two together. I just didn't realize how big they are. Um, now the article didn't have anything in relation to how much they paid to get these. Yeah, that was not. I mean, this is coming from Phantom.com, but it was all over a bunch of news outlets too. So, so maybe did, one of them would have told you. Did you find out? I could have done more research. So, <laughs> I, I, so I'm looking. Oh, okay. So I just went to Forbes. Um, they they bought GameStop, TV Guide, and Metacritic from Red Ventures for fifty five million. Huh. That I guess sounds right. I mean. When I think of the biggest gaming websites, I think GameStop, GameSpot, IGN. GameSpot's really fallen off, though. Well, here's they've, the, they've I, all I fallen haven't, off. Yeah, but. exactly. But I haven't... You and I have talked about this. Back in the day, yeah, GameSpot was like... Like, that was my go-to, like, for reviews or, or this or that. I haven't been on their site in so long. Um, same with IGN. Metacritic, but but my favorite is fucking TV Guide. Do they still even publish shows? I guess. If, like, you know, going back to boomers, I mean, there's TV Guide and then there's the TV Guide Network and shit like that. Yeah, so. that's true. So that, I guess it kind of surprises me for $55 million you get those three. Like, especially Metacritic. That's yeah. got to be the biggest one that has the aggregate scores out there, right? Metacritic, yeah, but that, I mean, that's the biggest aggregate for everything in general. So, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is just like TV and movies. So, yeah, Metacritic's a huge one. So, hey, man. But, I mean, from the gaming end, fucking Game Facts. Like, there were so many tweets that were like, quick, everyone archive Game Facts right now. Because God knows what fandom can do once they get in there and they can, how much shit that they can delete off there if they want to. Game Facts, that was my go to uh, guide. Like, that, that get, was getting walkthroughs. Everyone's go to guide. Yep. 
Like your first, if you needed a guide or cheats, you went to GameFAQs first. And if they didn't have it, then you fucking started to have to trudge through the internet. But GameFAQs was the site. You know, well, that's the beauty of things like, uh, and that's like, that's like an old internet relic. Like I don't want getting GameFAQs to die. Like I want that. I want those ASCII fucking beautiful drawings at the top of a game guide and shit like that. (laughs) That people put way too much time into. But here's the deal. I mean, are people thinking that's what's going to happen? Like, is fandom notorious for doing like just basically acquiring and delete? Like, I don't know, but I think everyone in this day and age is just like wary of a big conglomerate buying up a bunch of shit because it really never ends well at this point. But I look at something like fandom and what they do is categorize and catalog histories of stuff. So like, I, why would they want to get rid of it? Unless they like killed the GameFAQs format and then just like put it all under their wikis, I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe if like instead of it being under GameFAQs, if like you're looking up Shadowrun and they'll say, "Oh, here's some guides," and they hand select. Maybe you don't have the option to get all of them, but it's like here's hand selected guides under the wiki if you need help with the game. Right. I don't know. Like I said, I'm holding out hope that it's a good thing. Um, GameSpot, once again, even that, I would like to see the history and the good news is there's things like, um, what did I use for our site? Uh, Wayback Machine, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that like automatically screenshots and grabs shit throughout history of the internet. But that, you talk about history, we were talking about pirates. That's a thing, like, even going back and looking at all the different versions of our site, I can't imagine how many different versions of some of these sites, like game FAQs, like how it first looked. I can't, it would be so cool to like, you know what? Game facts really hasn't changed that much. It's still kind of kept the same basic look like that. Like game facts is one of those sites like fucking pojo.com that like you're shocked is still around that like you go to and it looks the same as it did in like 1999. It's just, Mm. it's like heartwarming to see. I mean, Jim, it all it all goes away at some point, right? It does. We are we. I mean, fucking what we considered old internet is just like unfathomable to kids these days and shit like that. Like fucking 2016 YouTube is considered old YouTube to kids now. So yeah, well, that's why. I mean, we were just talking about um, uh, like Yahoo, like that whole format, that setup. Man, I can still remember it pretty well. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That, right, that, we're getting fucking old. We've been old. Yeah, we, <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> but yeah, now, like I said, we'll follow this. I, I am curious. How are they going to integrate it? What are they going to do? And that's the more interesting one where I get not more concerned than other big companies buying, but if they consolidate all the things, like what if whoever owns Wikipedia turned around and bought Fandom and all that shit? And it's all the information is funneled through one major thing. Now, now, Bri, we know that's not happening because Wikipedia never stops begging for money. This is true. <laughs> I still, I still don't actually know how they maintain their shit. Like, like if they are getting donations, because they're still like, I don't see ads, pop ups, or anything. I still don't know how they fucking operate. It doesn't make sense to me. Bri, if I can quote PBS, it's because of the support of people like you. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Don't you dare. That's right. <laughs> no, but that... <clears throat> no. 
but no, that that is a I do like that. And like I said, I would like to follow that, see what comes up. Plus, I'd like to follow a lot of these. I, I'm really curious what the fuck people are going to do with their stadias. Do you foresee a quick uh, price spike in people trying to or a dip? Someone buys a shit ton and then it's a collectible, and then people start selling stadias like hardware for stupid amount of money. You know what? Like part of the reason I'm going to keep my stadia sealed. I could see that. God being, damn it, Jim. Right. I can see it being a thing in 10 years where someone's like, Oh yeah, that weird, stupid fucking thing. And they want to buy it up. It's like people, it's like, it's the same market of people who buy up like sealed ooyas and shit like that. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be one of those kind of people out there. Some, some people like weirder shit than me. As weird as that sounds. As impossible as that sounds. <sighs> well, so, Brian, like, that's, that's my retirement plan. There won't be any 401ks or what do you call it, Medicaid left by the time we're old. So I got to bone up on Stadia's. Jim, you should, you should thank the lucky stars. You were not old enough during the Beanie, bu- the beanie Baby phase. Oh, I would have been sitting on a fucking <laughs> castle princess dies on a throne. You, I think I, I mentioned this to you before. Did you ever watch any of like, the dark side of the 90s or 80s? Dark they side also of the 90s? do the, They also do dark side of like wrestling and stuff. Oh, dark side of the rings, great! I never watched the ones about the eighties and nineties. Okay, so the eighties and nineties are cool because they'll cover like each episode a specific topic. And one of the nineties was the Beanie Baby. And growing up, I didn't know much about it, but man, oh man, holy shit! I did not realize how much money some people put put out and made on it. But then when that shit crashed, like they still have collectors like even to today that like. They're like, I could just never let it go. And it's like a whole house filled. It was insane to look at. So, yeah. yeah it, you know what? I mean, Brian, we have that today. It's called Funko Pops. Yeah. Do you think they hit the same price points as Beanie Babies, though? They haven't hit the same highs as quickly. There are some that go for ridiculous money. Yeah. But, I mean, there's just so fucking many of them. And there is a hardcore, like, seller's market for that shit, too. So, hey. I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker and I'm in GameStop or Target or something. And I see that, oh, that's a f- character I like. That's about it. I don't like need to co- finish a collection of any certain series, but I get it. I it's know a cute. guy who, uh, <laughs> I know a guy who bought up a fuckload of, uh, the Game of Thrones ones. Like he was really heavy into that. Like, you know, the Game of Thrones Funko Pop community and buying and selling mm-hmm. and shit like that. And he was wearing a good little gold mine, and he could have made some good money. And then the last season happened, and everyone stopped caring. And he's like, fuck! So now he's praying that this like new reboot show like saves the interest. Yep. I mean, isn't that the classic tale there, Jim? Get in too late, don't leave early enough. <laughs> That's true. That is that is the Jim and Crypto story. <laughs> tale is so, always Jay- time. So, Chambers, how did that uh, that Craigle IPA treat you? Perfectly fine. It's an IPA. Like, I have nothing else to say, but it's perfectly fine. A little bit on the lighter side. It's a fine drinking IPA. So, if you don't want an overly hoppy IPA with a decent alcohol percent, give it a good go. Nice. Yeah, the Punkless Dunkle, like I said, it's really good. It's a little bit more on the spicy side, but it's very light. And it's, since it's a wheat beer, it does have a different feel than most pumpkins which is a good thing so i would say definitely give that a try 
With that, we want to say thank you so much, everyone. If you are still watching, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell because sometimes we don't like to be shown on that algorithm. So it will really help us out. If you're listening to us, please make sure you hit subscribe, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify. If you give us a five-star rating, even if you want to bash us, we'll read any of your comments in the next episode. With that, we want to say thank you all so much. Have a good night and cheers. Cheers, everyone.